Dan 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 Brady is back with its highly anticipated sixth season, and fans can expect some big changes. But the big question many are asking: Are you ready for the year 2000? 2000. Welcome to the long-awaited, unfunny, bitless, jokeless, sincerity series presented by Dan and Brave Presents, your favorite wrap-up show of the year 2023 from your favorite podcast. What? Uh, hey, guys. <laughs> Hello. Hey, How man. Are you? Here's the How thing, though. How are you? Here's the thing, though. It's a little weird. Probably not yeah. going to be the first episode of the Sincerity series that comes out. This is probably like the last one that gets released. Oh, yeah. This is like the last one. Maybe we should have talked right. about that beforehand. <laughs> That's okay. No, keep it. Hey, this is all good. This is this is the, the stuff that the peaks behind the curtains the okay. listeners want. Yeah. Multiverse timeline. Hey, that's kind of a cool mix-up of the senses. You get the peak with your ears. You get the peak behind the curtains with your ears. The audio curtain. Yeah, that sounds like a that sounds nylon. like a podcast nylon like curtain. network. Nylon curtain. Nylon curtain. That sounds like a podcast network that is like defunct now. Audio curtain. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um. Yeah, uh, I'm presenter Brandon. Um, if this is the last one, then you've heard us talk about a lot of different things. This one's going to be a little bit of a unique one. So uh, I'm going to tee it up to our next presenter to explain it because I'm wondering if he remembers <laughs> exactly what we call the things that we're doing today. Sure. Um, thank you so much, Don, presenter number one. It's me, Danny, presenter number two. Here within the Sincerity Series, our end of year annual shows um that we like to do where you know we're um honest <laughs> uh we're the honest uh what's like like honest abe we're the honest babes. Ba- honest babes yeah. honest babes honest uh i don't know uh but we're, we're sincere whereas normally Aww. normally we're <laughs> normally we're like you think we're babes Normally we're you like we're fucking hot? around, dude. I never, I never knew you thought we were hot. Well, what's okay? What is babes as a term? Well, there's I guess like it another could definition be, for it. What's like it could be like babes of Toyland, right? Babes of Toyland. What is that? It's like, like that children, like, like little, children. like uh, okay. Eight, yeah, I guess is it babies? Is it in between baby and like toddler? Or is it like any any young person um, under the age of four or something like that? Can be a babe. I don't really know. I don't know what the age range is for for babe. I think it's a babe. I think it's a baby. Okay. So we're we're honest babes and toy dand. <laughs> <laughs> As part of uh, the sincerity series here, um, you know where we're normally we're like fucking around. You know we're like joking around, sarcastic. No jokes in these shows. All no serious ranking and review we are honest about everything mm. 
Okay. That's what this is. You've been listening to it. This is probably the last one. I, I don't know. I'm happy to explain as we go kind of why this is confusing. But for now, first half of this episode is um, we like to do tracks on tracks on tracks, which yeah. is one of our the longest running format of the show, right? I mean, or, yeah, right? I mean, it's, episode it's two. Since yeah. episode the OGs. two. Yeah, it's the OG. Before right? you even were a official <laughs> presenter, Dan, we did this. And <laughs> correct. Right. When the show was good. <laughs> and uh, typically with tracks on tracks on tracks is we craft a playlist of songs um, based on different topics that we sort of come up with. Um, what we do for our end of year sincerity series, tracks on tracks on tracks, is we each come with a song or two for three different categories of music that we listen to throughout this year and this year is uh 2023 so the three different categories that we're going to discuss are new discoveries of music that could be like a, a new artist or a new artist we discover or a new song discovery it's got to be a new discovery of 2023 in some way right then there's a discovery of old where you discover something for the first time but it's not a new artist, right? We're talking old, old artists. Could be from 40 years ago. Could be from yeah. five, five years ago, mm -hmm. right? They're definitely, uh, they're definitely uh, not babes, okay? They're past the babes right. portion of their lives. Discoveries of old. And then, um, lastly, there is rediscovery. Yep. This one I always have a little bit of trouble with. Tr tricky, somewhat tricky category, but it's basically like you revisited an artist or song you know, a revisitation in 2023 that you did. Maybe something it's something you grew up liking yeah. and you revisit yeah. and you're like, I like this. Maybe it's something from a couple years ago that you didn't give maybe a fair enough shot. And now you're like, oh, now I appreciate it. Like it just has, it can't be just something you never had heard before. You Right. Correct. Yeah. And um, I think, I know I have definitely broadened this one where, Maybe it wasn't a song I knew, but I knew the artist pretty well, and I threw that in the, more of the rediscovery kind of category, right? I think that happens a lot, mm -hmm. right? You like go back and do a deep dive of like an older artist or something. Yep. So, yeah, I think when we first started doing this, it was like a a hard three songs each, but because it's like artist discovery and rediscovery, it could be more than that, right? We can kind of go sampling. into a few, you know, some sampling of a few more tracks. Um, but I didn't say this already. This is basically our episode of the sincerity series that's the music show the music spectacular right because this is the first half of the episode second half of the episode we'll be ranking our favorite albums of the year mm -hmm. um, i think we'll probably just do a top five and i'm sure we'll list others honorable mentions you know maybe I i'm definitely going to list like my full ranking yeah which is, at the you know, end at, no, actually at the end yeah. of the last episode is going to be your list of everything you're gonna just do your movies, your shows. It's just I should do the that. Danny appendix. It's just gonna it's be the Danny, uh, right? Everything. Yeah. Hey, if it's music, can we uh, call it Franzing instead of list? Oh, Franz nice. list. If you like about, any, okay. If you're if you're, if you're a classical head, you might understand that. What about Stinsler's list? <laughs> I love that. I really love that. So stupid. <laughs> Stinsler's list. Stinsler's. Stinsler. Um, 
Well, can, so can Kinsler. we? Oh, oh right. I'm sorry. Let's finish introductions and then I'll say what yeah, I was going to say. Oh, unless so, yeah. Dan has anything else to say before. Um. So that's this show. Um. I also, introduce. I just I need to mention I'm mm. a little disoriented right now. I don't know if Brandon's Why? experiencing this as well. Normally in our Zoom when we record, <laughs> it's very easy for me to identify who's presenter number one, presenter number two, presenter number three because it's always in the same triangle on my screen where Brandon, I don't know if it's like this for you guys. Maybe it's not. No, we, we are um, currently, we are in a vertical Hollywood squares arrangement for me. I'm in the center square. You're above oh, me. Oh, interesting. And Dave's okay. below me. <laughs> I'm the whoopee in the modern era. Like the, <laughs> I think um, you're Bruce Valanche up yeah. there. And then it's like John Lovitz underneath me or something. Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I think I introduced this show as best I could. It's our music spectacular. Hey, I'm presenter number three, Dave Cologne, the Bruce of the group. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> right. Springsteen and, and Valanche. Springsteen <laughs> and Valanche. <laughs> Do you think I'm like a, a, a perfect split of personalities between Bruce Valanche and Bruce Springsteen? <laughs> I mean, maybe. I mean, wow. I don't know enough about Valanche to, to honestly <laughs> think, answer that. I mean, I, I I could see it, honestly. Yeah, it kind of works. Um, you just need to, like, get, like, jacked <laughs> and wear denim, and then I think that'll really help. Okay, yeah. Oh, to get more, like, Springsteen or Valanche? <laughs> yeah, like, get, like, Valanche. Because <laughs> no, remember uh, when we saw Bruce, like, like not saw him play, but, like, like saw him in person at Wonder Bar? And he was like standing near us, and it was like, yeah. "Oh, that is a refrigerator of a man." He's built. He's well, like, if you read his biography, his autobiography, <laughs> "Born to Run," bad title, by the way. Like, such a boring title for him to name it "Born to Run." He talks about during that tour, he hit the gym, mm. Gold's Gym, and you see the change. Like, he is really, really muscled out. Yeah, buff to the. Core. Um, he looked like he, an appliance. He's maintained that. Yeah. He's maintained that. Yeah, he's looking good in his 70s, even though he has a some kind of ulcer issue right now. He had to stop this, his tour. I got to see his second to last uh, show, which was great. You know, we'll talk about that for the... Uh, maybe, I re- maybe I have already talked about that. <laughs> for, probably probably already did. spoke about it. <laughs> Who knows? Personal. Being um, that this is the first thing that we record, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Anyway, so I'm presenter number three, Dave Clone. Dan, is it true the reason why we can't uh, tell a lie is because we're cursed like Jim Carrey and Liar Liar? <laughs> That's what I heard. Wow. Yeah, and it, ha- it happens annually. <laughs> it happens. It's, a, it's annual. Yeah. Re- yeah renewal annual curse. of a curse. And we have to tell the truth for three to four episodes. Is that, uh, is, that Dream, is that a DreamWorks movie, Dave? Is that why you brought that up? Um, that DreamWorks it or? could be. You know, it honestly really could be. <laughs> really disappointed that you don't know but off the top of your head. I don't head. know off the top of my head. I'm yeah, so sorry. That's... Fumble, I know. Damn. So this is kind of what I wanted to tee up before we actually get into it, is I wanted to see if you each had anything specific you can think of this year that maybe was different for your like listening habits uh, and stuff like that. I mean, like I'll I'll just kind of set it up. You know, for me, 
I, I mean, you guys kind of know this. I've shared this with you a little bit. I kind of was a uh, split down the middle. Like the first half of the year, I was like really listening to a lot of stuff. Um, you know, adding things to the playlist. I think the playlist, like I started that playlist. I was like, let's do this this year. Cause I was like really like gung ho about listening to music. And then at a certain point, I just like hard stop listening to new music. Many reasons. One of the reasons is I would say the biggest development for me personally. And this is a thing that Dan and I have talked about a little bit over the time. I'm a big Apple music guy. Love the interface. And this year, Apple music launched Apple Music Classical. But it's more than just that because I, if anybody knows, like looking oh, for so that. So you got the Franz uh, reference earlier. I, I, I got it. <laughs> I got it. Okay. Uh, and then in general, and how I'm going to treat my picks for this episode, like I just was like, I, I just really was just guided by what I was guided by. I know that doesn't make any sense, but like hmm. I whatever I just kept naturally going back to, and I'll, I'll, I'll bring this up again in my rediscovery. Um, there were just certain things where I was like, ah, I just want to listen to this right now. Um, you like, you were like a murderer with the scene of the crime. You kept going back. I kept going back. Yeah. Couldn't help yourself. Yeah. So that was kind of my big uh, change this year was I really did not listen to too much uh music with words for quite a bit of the year. Hmm. Wow. That could have been your instrumentaling. Uh... Instrumentaling. <laughs> I mean, that could have been your discovery of old pick. Yeah. Like, well, like oh, yeah, Bach. Yeah. Uh, right? spoilers, discovery Bach. Part, part of that will be reflected in one of my picks, but but okay, not okay. And not in the way you think. So. Oh. Dave, you were going to say something before, like... Oh, I had a couple like of things five, to say. Like, yeah. Okay, so the f first thing we got to clear up is, yeah, Liar Liar, not DreamWorks. It <laughs> is Universal Pictures, okay, which plays a big role in a lot of DreamWorks yes. films because that was the home of Spielberg, Spielberg. for many years. Yeah. Uh, Spielberg's uh, mentor, his name is Shin Scheinberg. Scheinberg. Shin Scheinberg or something like that. He was like, you know, he gave him a lot of uh, support early on in his career. And he, mm -hmm. he has returned to Universal many times. So, yeah, they are a very much um, in, um, a part of each other's story, but technically not DreamWorks. Right. Second thing I wanted to bring up was uh, this is kind of a weird... Like this is a this is an episode without a clear format because we start off doing tracks on tracks, which is a very clear f fan favorite uh, fixture format from you know like we said episode two of the pod, and then yeah. we like s slash it over to a rankly my dear, which is like main That's mainly the format I I we forgot use. Something. That's mainly frankly, the format dear. we use for uh, our sincerity series. Yeah. Should we do it though? Should we like start tracking? So, all right. So this is when I said that, you know, maybe my listening habits are going to cater to one of the things that I am going to play today. So this is something that I have heard about, but have never actually heard until 
this year. <gasps> okay. So I want to do a little bit of setting up before I play it because honestly, playing it is not going to uh, sell anybody on it at all. I promise you that. And that's because <laughs> this album is six hours long and I listened to it in one sitting. Uh, it is called The Caretaker. Or the artist is called The Caretaker. Dave, have you heard about this? No. Okay, so the album is Caretaker. called Everywhere at the End of Time, stages one through six. Okay. So The Caretaker is this British ambient musician. Um, and what this album is, is like a... It's described as a... It's exploring memory and gradual deterioration into dementia. Uh, and it's... It, like, samples, like, ballroom music. So I'm going to play, like, the beginning of it. And, like, as you listen through it, it's, like, supposed to be, like, an experiment in, like, experiencing dementia and like obviously you can't do 30 years worth of a life in an album but like on a six hour spectrum i i have never i've had a lot of experiences with listening to music i've never been scared ever oh <laughs> listening Whoa. to music and i was like like legitimately scared like it made it makes it made me nostalgic, and then scared. And it's like you don't you like when you th hear it explained. It sounds so pretentious and you know ridiculous. Um, but when you're like when you like submit yourself to it and just like follow it, it makes complete sense. Um, so I'll, I'm going to share the beginning of it here, and I and I actually well, Brandon, what um what year? Oh, this is yeah. Uh, sorry, it is um it was released over several years. It was like basically 2016 through 2019 because he was releasing oh, it in it stages. Serial. Okay, yeah, because he like wanted it to be like to people to experience it like the stages of dementia. Now, as I'm, let me actually reshare my screen because I, I want you to um see the album art that goes along with it because it does kind of actually cater to the experience just a little bit. Um, so I'm going to share this screen here with my audio. So again, I like the, um, the clips are not going to sell it very well. I'll just do a, again, a little bit of sampling here. So here we go. So, you know, I guess, like, and there's a lot of, like, people writing about the progression of the stages, but this is, like, you know, the the person who eventually has dementia, this is their memory, like, their youth dancing, but it's aged. Like, you hear the, the scratches, yeah. you know, like... of The Shining. Right, right. So, Ball like, the first... sequences, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, the first stage is basically that. Like, fresh memories, but they're old. If it's of their life, right? Da, da, and da, da, then, da, da, like, so then we have, da, da, like, da, da, yeah. stage two, 
where like things only kind of start something's off now it's more crackling it's a little slower a little more decaying. the pieces are called surrendering to despair I feel as though as I am me uh, and then we have stage three and so this is kind of like you have bursts of yourself come back but it's in the midst of these kind of scary moments of being disoriented wow yeah okay and that melody is like recurs that like main one it's like very haunting and it's like right it's like So then we get to stage four. Hmm. And things are... It's like you know things are becoming hopeless now. And you can see the song More lengths are changing. Oh, it's like or much right, longer. And it's like these glimpses of these memories where like you can only recognize them like you're like oh i remember that melody from two hours ago but like you can barely tell what it is because it's getting broken wow. down so much and then we're in stage five and this is grief and it's like you're lost like things are you, you don't know who you are you don't know what you're experiencing and what these things that you're remembering are because they're indistinguishable from themselves and then basically death is the final stage and like the letting go uh and it just like keeps going like like all this type of stuff um so again it's really hard to summate a six-hour, um, <laughs> very abstract, uh, you know, inaccessible piece. But, like, I, I've kind of, ever since we did our power hour and I kept saying, like, whiplash, it was the first thing that they've given me, like, whiplash in a long time of, like, I had just had never experienced anything mm. like that before of... How you have such a like complete and whole vision of something that is like it's musical, but it's like beyond it's like more art than right. It's anything. more of an experience, right? Yeah. It's, yeah. And again, like once you like submit yourself to it and it it's like like once you get to that like stage four part, and like I said in three where you're like hearing like your memories are like, Oh yeah, I remember that melody, but I only heard it for the first time like two hours ago. And then by stage four and it's like, I don't know what I'm listening to anymore. Nothing is familiar. Why am I doing this? And it's like, but that's probably what the person is experiencing. Like, and uh, yeah, and then just like surrendering to it. It was like such a, um, you know, to be like not on the phone, just like lit, like literally just like sitting in the dark for six hours listening to it. It was it was like a pretty uh, transcendent experience. Um, and uh, so that's my discovery of old. Wow.
The caretaker? The caretaker. Is it one person? Yeah. Yeah. Just, um, uh, his name wow. is James Leland Kirby. Um, and, um, yeah, his whole, like, career is about, like, exploring deterioration, nostalgia, and melancholia. It was in, Dave, it was inspired by The Shining. Um, uh, hmm. and he has, like, other stuff that I just haven't listened to yet. Um, oh, The Caretaker, isn't that, like, what the job of Jack is? Isn't he the caretaker of the... Yeah, I guess... Technically, the goddamn yeah. hotel. Yeah, Dave really, Dave, Dave really wants, really wants this to be a Shining thing. I mean, it Dave is. It. Listen, it is. I, I, it sounded like The Shining, did it not? Have you seen The Shining? Now yes, you get to hear I've it. Now, Dave, you'll love this because there's some. You know, Dave, you are the king at naming genres. There are two genres that this is a part of, or three that I have not heard before. Okay. That are pretty spectacular. Okay. Uh, sample Delia. Okay, so it's sample based music, you know, basically just based on sampling, but not like creating like musical elements. Plunder Phonics. Um, which <laughs> it's is... also psychedelic, right? Psychedelia. <laughs> well, psychedelic, yeah, but right. like Plunder Phonics is. Oh, I'm saying uh, the Sampadelia. Yes, that's yes, what yes, that's yes. what the two things are. Yeah, and then Hauntology. Hauntology. Hmm, because it's like scientific. Which is kind of like burial, like burial is kind of like in that vein, and like John Cage is in some of this other stuff. So, so that's uh, my <laughs> my discovery of old, the caretaker. Wow. wow, is this the thing where you said I'm going to roll my eyes at? Brandon? Yeah, but I think I sold it pretty well. I think I sold it well. <laughs> no, I'm. It's fascinating, right? I mean, I personally don't think I would be able to like sit and just listen to something anything for for that long like, i think no i'm going to tomorrow is, i think uh, i'm gonna yeah, go like, and take six hours out of my day and do it tomorrow <laughs> but to have an experience like that i mean i'm on board that's yeah. cool right i mean to really kind of get with what he's trying to do and have an experience i'm all about that um, and like i said that it was kind of like scared yeah. like like i didn't it's never even something i thought about before mm. of like i've i never thought like hey i've never been scared listening to music you know like i mean maybe joking like ooh, that's scary like you know listening to like metal or something but like um this was the you know this was like truly scary yeah it's it's a different way of appreciating and you know and listening to music and thinking about it differently right. um there's like a class i took in college actually that where we kind of had to do that um but it was comparing like classical and baroque and different music from that time to the art and architecture of that yeah. time huh? I always, no, that, yeah that class always that class always stuck with me because it was just such a different way of thinking about music yeah like it was comparing like i had to i remember having to verbalize like how music in whatever 18 something compared to the architecture that was going on at how that they time fed off of each other the structure of the song yes. and how like, well, and that's true. And, and, like that was like a yeah that was a whole different well, way of thinking true. And about it. I, I, I think never the, like even considered thinking about music like that, that and like that breaks was, my so, yeah. brain with it is is like Pop music and song structures, it only exists because that's what we're used to. Like, it didn't naturally occur yeah. that way. You know what I mean? Like, it's just based on, like, centuries yeah. of it becoming that. And it's like, mm. when you think about, like, 
what it could have been. You know, like the fact that humans naturally did not like the tritone and the church called it the devil's chord and like it wasn't allowed in classical music until, you know, like like all that type of stuff. And it's like, it's yeah. truly insane. So, yeah, cool. Um, Yeah, I like it, Brennan. I, I, I would probably consider, I mean, I'm, hey, I was kidding when I said I would do it tomorrow. Um, but I would maybe do it <laughs> eventually. Yeah, sit down and, I think and you do should. it. Um, I would recommend you do it. Um, I think it's very worth it. Now, something that you said, it reminded me of, like saying, like, I've never been scared listening to music. It re- have you ever listened to the band? I don't know if it's a band or a project. It's a thing called Nurse with Wound. Mm-mm. It's like so. an 80s guy. No. He makes really scary kind of sound collages mm. or I guess it's not always trying to be scary, but that was something I don't know. I, it, it's, it's probably approaching music in a similar way where it's not like I'm making a song and recording it. It's like more about putting you in a, a zone, a zone, right? And it's kind of like you're experiencing it. It's like, uh, like what's that like Shakespeare when you're like walking around and like, it's, you're kind of like in the play, that type um, of thing. Like, uh, yeah, I just did it recently. I can't remember what it's called, but like, you did a Shakespeare. Yeah, I I did a Shakespeare. No, it was like it was like based on <laughs> a Shakespeare, like interactive interactive theater, theater whatever interactive it is. Theater. You like go around rooms, yeah, and it's yeah. like they're doing Shakespeare. It's based on a Shakespeare, but it's like also all these other things. And um, yeah, it's like kind of approaching music from yeah, not not a song. Uh, right. Well, that's why I love thing. But Steve I would say check out Reich. Nurse with Wound if you oh, if you like that because that it was it did scare me a lot and I was like I gotta stop listening to this like I was truly freaked out listening to that album. No, yeah, this is this looks. I'm definitely gonna listen to this, sure? and that's why I love um, Steve Reich because like obviously he's much more musical in his stuff, but his you know doing the train <laughs> thing and the 9/11 thing and oh yeah, yeah, he has yeah. Like, pieces that are just clapping like for 20 minutes and it's just like yeah. about rhythm rhythm and stuff yeah i love i love that stuff i love the challenging the uh the listener yeah all right cool well glad you guys enjoyed that i wait hey, hold on it. enjoy <laughs> i said enjoy talking about oh, okay it. good good good. appreciate yeah appreciate um no that's very cool it's very cool <laughs> it wasn't that old brandon so i i mean on technicality we, we could probably say is it really that old 2016 right. to 2019 but Listen. it's about Something that happens to old people, mm. dementia. So <laughs> maybe it Listen, balances you've out. Listen, you've always been on my side of the. It could have been like last year. <laughs> it uh, it fits. It fits yeah, in fair. what we're doing. It fits like in the it. category. It's, it's, it's very you. Um, so I, I appreciate you bringing that to the table. I would say it is like the epitome of what can be brought to the table in the sincerity yes exactly series. you'll right. never hear Perfect. us you'll never hear Perfect. us do this ever, ever again. again in any other show except for the sincerity yeah. series this is where this this kind of discussion yeah. lies if you're looking for a podcast that does this kind of stuff you've come to the wrong place <laughs> okay because we only do it hey. just a few weeks out of the yeah. year we're, we're cursed we have to so some people only listen to the pod this time of yeah. year so <laughs> Uh, okay, that was great, Brandon. Listeners, 
Get that train of thought out of your head. <laughs> that way of thinking about music, yeah. get rid of it. It's leaving the station. Let's go simple. Let's go simple. Let's simplify. It's Danny the simpleton. <laughs> Let's. <laughs> it's Danny the dumbass. <laughs> Just simplify. The way you think about music and just enjoy it. Just enjoy pop music, okay? Danny's here to bring us back to Earth. We were in psychedelia. Sampedelia. Sampledelia. Psycho sample. Yeah. Sample Crystalia. <laughs> All right. And now we're back to <laughs> Sampledelia. <laughs> we're back. Okay. But I think I have something that all, that all of us can enjoy. I really feel good about okay. this, right? I Who did I do for this one last year? I think I did Michael Bolton. No, that was Rediscovery. I did Michael Bolton last year for Rediscovery. Dave, Dave, yeah. I remember Dave specifically said he was like jealous that that's <laughs> yeah. what I had. I picked John Oh, yeah, because you did. So like, funny. Yeah, I remember. Which is so funny. Fucking <laughs> yeah. boring like, shit. They, I still think about that because like, that's such a... Funny thing to be jealous about. Who else in the world would say yeah. that they're jealous that I picked Michael Bolton? Like, okay. Anyway, um, that's not the direction we're going in now. Um, this is, and maybe unfortunately, for lack of a surprise, in case you guys, probably Dave in particular, listen to this, it's in our shared playlist. Oh? I dumped this song in there because I was so obsessed mm. with it. So, um, so I was talking about Instagram. And music I discovered from there, right? Um, as far as discovery of old, Dude, you're such a Zuck cuck. Well, you're a shill for Zuck. <laughs> Zuck cuck, Cuckerberg. I'll um, actually, I'll go back to Instagram in a second. I so what I decided to do this year was because I feel like I just kind of scrap this part. Like discovery of old and rediscovery are always always kind of hard for me because I always kind of focus on mostly new music throughout the year. This year, I made a legitimate and conscious effort to listen to a lot of older music and older albums. Hmm. So I wanted to be able to do that because I know you guys like to do that, Dave, you in particular. I really wanted to do that this year. So, so that I didn't forget anything, I made a playlist this year called New Album Listens of Old <laughs> where I just... Anything old I that I was listening to, I dumped in this playlist. Um, so, and a big part of this, there's another part, which is going to get more into, um, rediscovery, but for discovery of old, my big thing this year was, was a lot of Yacht Rock, which has been yeah. excellent. It's been awesome. Like I've, you know, I've, I always, from our show, from DBP and from just eighties and seventies music, I like certainly familiar with the heavy hitters of Yacht Rock already, you know, right. You know, Kenny Loggins. And Michael McDonald's Hollow Notes, right? What, what is it? Is that would, would you call that the Yacht Rock uh, Mount Rushmore? Maybe something like that. What a fool believes is probably uh, like the, right. The, the, the right. Dan, yeah. Teddy so Roosevelt. yeah, the heavy oh. hitters, the big names, certainly Toto, right? Certainly familiar. You get into these Yacht Rock playlists that are on Spotify, and that's where you find the fucking gems of like these lesser known dudes. It's always dudes. It's never women, unfortunately, and and, and yeah, it, like, rarely in yacht rock. It, it's dudes, and these bands, and yeah, this is where you find like the one-off artist gems and songs. And um, a big part of my year was I, I sent this playlist to you guys at one point was 
yacht rock from outside of the U.S. That was a really cool thing I got into this year. Like all artists from different countries falling into that yacht rock sound. That's not what I'm going to play right now. I could have from this playlist I found that I sent to you guys. Really anything from that playlist could have I could have played for this. I loved all of it. It was so awesome. Um, this was just an American guy from, I think, th- this one I think was in the actual like official Spotify Yacht Rock playlist, and I'd never heard it before. And it's truly one of the best songs I've ever heard. And I listen to more of this guy's stuff, and it's really good. But this is like, honestly, one of the best songs I've ever heard, period. So I just want to tee this up. Okay. I love this song. I listen to it so much this year. Um, but yeah, I can go into like other Yacht Rock things, but it would take me too long. So this uh, this is Eric Tag. Do you guys know? Do you guys know this guy, Eric Tag? Have you ever heard of this guy before? I don't know. Okay, he's American guy. I th- I was reading. There's not much about him online, but I was reading about him, and he started his career in the Netherlands, but he is in America. I think he was born in Chicago. Had a couple albums in the '70s and '80s. Not much on Spotify, but this song is on a Spotify Yacht Rock playlist. And I was listening to this all the time, um, and you'll see why. I mean, it's pretty obvious. It's amazing. I want to get through this. Then there's like a pre-chorus and like chorus, post-chorus. Everybody's laughing at me as I'm happy being me. Nobody realizes that I'm satisfied to be loving you, baby. Nothing hurt me on my mind. What can they say? The devil made me all love behind. Oh, it seems so easy. So lovely. Very breezy. It, it, yeah. it gets only better, though. Yeah. Nothing's ever made me cry. All my worries have been second chance to you. What's the hurry? If I know that you will be there when I. All right, here's the chorus. Stevie Wonder, man. Like. I think it's going to go back, but it doesn't. Hold on. Oh. Little Gino. Definitely Gino. Oh, my God. It's Gino. Like, definitely. It's so sick. And we're back. Whoa. It's like a... <laughs> Uh, 70s. I'm obsessed with uh, this. Like sitcom theme song, or like what? what yeah, or, yeah. Uh, right. Love boat, you know that kind of vibe. Wow. Yeah. I think how about that show that to wasn't me that cool? Like the, the post chorus, maybe like pre-recording or something. Dan, that breakdown, I'll never forget. I probably that, did. that was amazing. Um. Yeah, because yeah, because like the chorus is excellent. Um, because you hear the bass, it's very Stevie yeah. Wonder sounding. At like, and it, you know, to be loving you, and that's and it keeps going. I never heard anything like that. That I like, where it's like the different combinations. It, you got Stevie Wonder. I th- influence Gino yeah. definitely. Um, Does Gino know yeah, about I this? I even think like I was listening to some eighty. 80- 
Um, I mean, it's, it's definitely like yeah. a, a they're probably around brothers, the same time like, that Gino, of, like it's the musical the, musical lens. Yeah. So this was a a find that I was so obsessed with. Uh, Eric Tag is his name. Tag with two G's. Um, uh, the name the album is called Rendezvous, nineteen seventy seven. Um, whole album is good, yeah. but this is the best song. This song is exceptional. It's a first track on the album. Um, and yeah, I found some YouTube stuff by him too that was really good from like the eighties, like a couple years later. Still live or still live? Not on Spotify. Mm. I don't know. There's not much mm. about him, but he, this song ended up on this Yacht Rock playlist, and I'm so happy it did. There's others on the official Spotify Yacht Rock playlist that are in, fall in the same category. It's like one-off right. artists, like Dave. Um, I think it's called. It's either Air, Airplay. Airplay. Nice. Yeah, very happy with it. Very happy with it, and I'm happy you guys like it too. I dig it. Um, wow, Eric Tag, Eric Tag me. He's it. Hey, he's it. <laughs> Tag, he's it. Oh, I like that. Sorry, looks like John I, I like that a lot, like Brandon. I was confused. Like he's he's it. <laughs> Tag, he's it. That's awesome. Yeah, exactly. I was going for like tag, um, tag me. Looked- it didn't really work. I was like, how do you, you know, like I'm thinking too like modern, modern you know, you went yeah. more classic and it worked way better. I went schoolyard. Yeah. Um, he has a John Oates look like he has a long dark hair mm-hmm. mustache. We're on team John Oates, right? <laughs> Hall versus Oh Oates. man, I got. I got, I got, I got. Feel too uh, from, bad for Oates. I gotta go. From the little bit of information we have, I th- yeah, we think we have to try to help Oates, Oates here. Okay. Um. Oh no, nah, actually, <laughs> fuck it. I, Daryl Oates has no right to play their songs by himself. How dare he? They probably yeah. sound like shit. They probably. No, I'm, I'm mad because they probably sound like shit. So. <laughs> oh yeah. God. Yeah, we should. Well, because if people listen to the songs live and hear John Oates do it, they're not gonna like search the song afterwards because it sounded bad. So like, it's not gonna. It's just like, (laughs) not jacking up. It's not generating generating plays on like traffic. Yeah, Yeah. it's not. Yeah, Um, that's why Daryl's mad because it's not helping. It's hurting. Okay, (laughs) I'm glad he brought up yacht rock. I did have a little yacht rock phase in the summer. I don't think I listen to a like a Spotify yacht rock playlist. I listened to like eighties soft rock, and it was like mainly yacht rock. And almost every track, Ooh, I was like, cool. oh, "I love this." I think I added a lot of the songs to our. Not, so not soft eighties. That's different. Eighties rock or right? something. Eighties soft rock. No, because remember we were talking about soft the right. soft eighties playlist. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not soft eighties. It's like soft eighties rock. Yeah, eighties yeah. soft rock. I can't remember the the actual. Got it. You no. Know, um. Order of those words, but it, they were all in that title. Um. So I almost was gonna play a yacht rock thing, but since you did, I'll go a different route. Um. And we can keep going. It's okay. Keep riding this boat. No, no, no. This yacht. Let's land ho. I'm going to play two tracks that kind of have a similar vibe. And I feel like I go this route a lot. It's like, this is like 
cool 80s things I'd never heard of before. I'm playing. I don't know if they had a, a record contract or like maybe they only released a single back in the day. Um, it's from this Irish group called Operating Theater. And I think this year they put together like a compilation of their songs they recorded in the 80s. Um, and from what I read, it was like led by some guy named Eric, Irish bloke. And it's like, oh, oh, another Eric. Yeah. Oh shit. Is it Eric tag? Wow. Can you say it one more time? Yeah. Can you say the name? Operating one more time? theater. You think it's the same Eric or is it Eric O-tag? Since it's uh, <laughs> Irish. Okay. Um, yeah. So this thing was a compilation that came out this year. I didn't listen to the whole compilation, which is ass. I admit it. I only heard the one song. I kind of forgot about it, but I was going through my playlist and I was like, oh yeah, this was awesome. I gotta, I gotta definitely gotta put this on my discovery of, of old. Um, yeah. A guy named Eric Dolphy. No, it can't be Dolphy. It's a jazz guy. Um, I forget, but like whatever he, he was a producer, musician, had a group that was both like a music synth pop thing as well as a like traveling theater troupe or something. And Bono Ooh. has some involvement in this. I forget why. He's like a producer or maybe like discovered them and try to make it happen, but it didn't. Anyway, this is a song called Spring is Coming with the Strawberry in the Mouth. And it is the title track of that compilation. His name is not Eric. I'm just looking at it right now. His name is Roger Doyle. Roger Doyle. <laughs> <laughs> Very close. Yeah. This is cool. Okay, so that's the first track. Love the sound of it. Love the whole vibe of it. Um, weird operatic vo vocals, cool yeah. synth patterns, uh, electronic techno drums, and kind of an art rock or pop feel to it. I, I really like it. Um, yeah. So it's a good reminder to me, like, oh yeah, I should check out the whole fucking compilation. Um so that's the first track. And then the next thing is it's by a band I definitely heard of. Um and might have even listened to before, but I don't remember anything about them other than they're like a British like eighties duo who did maybe like dark wave stuff or synth pop something like that but this is a song that i really love from this here 
um, called The Carnival is Over. It's by Dead Can Dance. And... Oh, okay. This is from the 90s, I think. I... This is I, I feel kind of exactly like you just said, Leroy. Like, I've heard of this yeah, band. Yeah, definitely knew the band's name, but I don't know. This just really was cool, though. I like this one a lot. It's from the album... This is a totally, totally different, totally different band, band, Dave. And Brandt. Yeah. Into the Labyrinth, the album's called. Dave, it kind of like makes me. It's like Scott Walker. Nick yeah, Cave, definitely Scott Walker. Like, Absolutely. All, yeah. All that stuff. Love. Really love that. Wow. I wasn't expecting that vocal. Yeah, it's crooner, like, a, like old like crooner, school crooner, crooner type. Frank or something. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. That was cool. Um, yeah. it's a duo. Both very yeah, very you. you picks both of these. Yeah. This is my this realm. Is, this, this is what this I is bring to the table. Uh, but um, I like it. Yeah. Totally. And you know what? I love it. I'm like listening to these songs. I'm like, I I love this sound. Like I'm even right now. I'm getting like a little bit of chills listening to that song again. Um, uh, Brendan cool. Perry yeah. and Lisa Gerard is they're the duo that that duo that makes up Dead Can Dance. Um, also, did not listen to the album or more of the band, but oh, oh my god, they're actually Australian. Oh my god, they're actually not British. Wait so, a second. Um, oh. She's the singer on, oh my God, Gladiator. Oh, the Hans Zimmer thing. Yeah, I feel like I've, she's a solo artist yeah. too, right? Yeah. She's like the, she's, she's like the, the, like the woman oh, who cool. does all the like vocals on the okay. Gladiator score. Yeah. Lisa, when you said that, I was like, wait, what? Gotcha. Okay. That, okay. Cool. So I think, you know, they've been around since. At least the '80s, right? With that sound, I don't, I don't know exactly, but whatever. They're from Melbourne. Um, I, <laughs> I need to do a deeper dive, but that song, you know, I love it. I gotta uh, circle back and listen to that. At least a couple of albums by them. And I gotta hear Lisa Gerard sing. That was just Brendan Perry. Very cool, Dave. Really like it. Wow, really. I think all of us across the board, us picks like. That is well representative of us. I think as the show's gone on, we all are 
you know, just more accepting of who we like, know and confident in what we what we like. <laughs> oh yeah, um, that's cool. Uh, Dead can dance, Eric Tag, and the caretaker. And whoa, whoa, and so that's the Roger round. Doyle thing, which I forget. Operating theater. and the Roger Doyle thing. Yes. Yeah. Operating. Yeah. Submitted two. Sub- Is it fair? Two, Not which... really. Like I'm okay with more than one song, but one artist. <laughs> two totally separate entries. No, I do it every year, but I think th- unprecedented. My the the first one was like the the runner up. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I might. You know what? I might do that for this segment because I might one. I might do one for da- one little catered to Dave rediscovery and one little catered to Dan rediscovery. Right. Hater. Wow. I love catered. I'm gonna cater. So now I want to play that the airplane. Oh, well, Dave, I want to play the airplane song. I really like because I got into Yacht Rock this year. I could have done <laughs> that. It's too late. Can, I but unfortunately, great song. I think the lyrics were a little rapey, to be honest. That's oh. kind of why I didn't play it. So <laughs> it can go in the Danny appendix. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So we're gonna do uh, rediscovery now. So again, this is something that. You know, you've heard before in some capacity and either have a new appreciation of or really like it now, you know, whatever it may be. Um, And yeah, fuck it. Instead of playing two examples by one artist, I'm going to do one a little more towards Dave and one a little more towards Dan. It's the way of the world now, Dan. Accept it. Listen, I like it. There was a time. There There was was a time time where you guys, it was where you guys would have gotten so mad at me for trying to pull this kind of stuff. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I think you will get out of it on this show. Probably pull this kind of a stuff. If you start reading a list from Wikipedia, <laughs> I'll get really mad. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't have. Uh, actually, no, I do have Wiki open for these different artists. It's all about leaning in into the hypocrisy. Hip- okay, hip- so if you're, you know, your personality. Yeah, yeah. The first thing I'm going to play as my rediscovery is again another pretty recent thing. I remember Dave, you and I talking about it. I definitely was into it at the time, maybe not as much as others. When I listen back to it now, there's about five songs on this album that I think are like next level genius. And then the other ones that I think maybe other people like a lot, I, I could kind of do without. Um, and that's Bonnie Vare's 2016 album, 22 A Million. Mm-hmm. There's just something about this album that, like, I feel like he was the only person in recent times, in retrospect, to successfully usher in a unique and new sound into a mainstream audience, where people loved him because of his features, you know, and, like, guest appearances and stuff like that. Um, and then he puts out this like pretty bizarre album and, you know, I think people gravitate more towards the stuff that sounded like his earlier stuff, but there's just some freaking cool shit on this album, like really beautiful stuff. So I'm going to play a little bit of, um, Dave, do you remember, like, what are your kind of thoughts thinking about this album right now? Like, I, wow. I haven't really thought about it in a long time. Um, yeah, I had kind of forgotten about it, honestly. Yeah, I remember thinking this is kind of cutting edge, like with the sampling of the vocals. But I'm interested interested to know if I would like it now. 
because it's one of those things I definitely like just yeah. dropped. You know what? Fuck it. I'm not doing the one for Danny, one for you. I'll play the other thing off air because it's more funny than anything. I want to play the two different songs on this. That's what I'm going to do because <laughs> I I think it's I think it's a fair representation of okay. what this what this is. Okay, so here's one song. Okay. So, so, okay. So what I want to say about that song and why I have conflicted feelings over this album, and I, I feel like Dave, for some reason, I feel like you, maybe you and I are on the same page about this. I wish he would just sing because he's got a great voice. And the second example I'm going to play is him more singing. I think some of the vocal stuff is cool, but I think when he masks it too much, it's annoying because I actually think like when you listen to the production and the song, like it's like there's just so many cool things going on. So here's the other one I wanted to play because this is the one I remembered loving at the time. Like he has such a good voice, like just sing, man. And like this like really like starts to like build just like again the production stuff it's like yeah i it was like almost like a glimpse into like what could have kind of broken through and other people you know could have like picked up and it didn't really happen though like you know it didn't really continue that way i think people um, took but what was easy to replicate from that more than what was harder like 
the, that's the stuff that's unique and I don't yeah. think anyone yeah. really not anyone not any obviously some people could but it's just very strange arrangements like but the vocal styling I feel like is what kind of uh, influence yeah. a lot of things I don't know if I feel I don't know if I agree with you I, I the, don't but the, I kind of like some of the vocal processing because that's what made it so different too yeah but I don't know if I I don't know something about it I'm like I don't want to like it or something. <laughs> I, I, I don't listen, know what I it get, is. Maybe it's, it's inspired too I, much bad stuff or, or, or it's just like something about it. I'm like, I like it, but I don't want to. I, un, I com <laughs> listen, I completely understand. And I think so, that's why, like I kind of stayed away from it. Okay. So it's interesting. You kind of say this, right? This is definitely falling into a category where if you were to play this for me in 2016, I'd be like, I don't give a shit. Right. <laughs> you're playing it now i'm in this sounds very cool like the, i was really in, i was really enjoying it i i get what you're saying though something like, or something yeah. i don't know what it is there's something it's like slightly purposely edgy in a way right. like but it is good it's like it is good and it is unique like i don't know i think it's great i think it sounds really cool i, I was i was in when you were playing it. i was listening intently i really liked it and you're right, Dave. Like, yes, like that is the thing that like influenced the culture. But what's unique about him, the way that he's doing that like vocal stuff is completely unique to him. Like he like him and his friend like wrote he, this. He like, made it. He made he this made like software, software yeah. that like nobody else uses. And like it's not a vocal. It's like processing his voice in real time to do harmonies. And it's like nobody else. Nobody yeah, really Brian knows Eno how he does it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's like people can like replicate the style, but nobody's doing it. So maybe it's a little bit of like too appreciated for the wrong reasons. Maybe I think is what it kind of is with him is that's how at least I, when I think about it. Yeah. It's, it's, but, I, I saw him or I saw the band play live like yeah. in 20 and 11, I forget, but it was be the album before this and it was incredible. Okay. Yeah. It was like really amazing. Oh yeah, um, we were at Bonnaroo, right? Yeah. No, it was like at the Radio City. Oh, okay. Music Hall. It was like, it was really an amazing show. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's it it is really good. I don't know, but it's, there's something about me is like I'm not I'm not I can't fully get in. I don't know why. And listen, like there are songs on the album where I'm like, no, I that's how I feel about it. Like especially the the acapella one that he does on this one, where it's mm. like, all right, whatever. Like I don't care. But the one after this, he has a song with Bruce Hornsby that's really oh, yeah. good, like a yeah, lot. That's great. Um, but yeah, like there was just those, especially those two songs. I just kind of kept going back to. Um, and a song with the, Bruce Valanche on this album. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we should do an all Bruce Hollywood Squares. Yeah, Bruce Campbell, Willis, Willis. That's it. <laughs> That's really Isn't it. there a dog named Bruce? <laughs> the shark from uh, Jaws is named Bruce. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> that was like the nickname Lee? on the set. Lee? Of course, Bruce Lee. Dern? Uh, Bruce Lee. Dern. Oh, Dern. Um, okay, yeah. I mean, I like I like it. Like, I, I'm, maybe should, I should re-listen to the album. and. I think it's and worth this, a re-listen. Um, you know, just, just invite it in. Yeah. 
I, that's what I did. I, I, I reluctantly listened to it one day because I was like, I remember, especially like that this? last song I played. I remember that last one was the one when that album came out where I was like, I wish the whole album was this. Like I loved like Those that chord progression. Yeah, I love the horns. And then when I was going through the album, I was like, oh, there's a lot more here that I think is really great than I remembered. Um, and now, like when I like when I listen to that album, I literally listen to like an EP. Like I listen to like five songs. Like I go like tracks one, four, five, like uh, six, and like eight. Like that's like I li- that's all I listen to, and then I'm what done. The, and it's like perfect. What was the last song you played called? Eight. It's like infinity. Oh, eight. Yeah, right. Like God or something. Yeah. I think the only thing Not I God. didn't like about it is that it was. Um, just pretty clearly a ripoff of the Peter Cetera Christmas album. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not, that's really not cool at all that he did that. Damn, I tried so hard to keep it straight. I was like, <laughs> I was like thinking about, I was thinking about that and I trying to hold my face from laughing because, uh, yeah, I mean, besides that, really good. Brandon told me not to list. I'm absolutely gonna list this everything in this playlist I made. This new album, "Listens of Old" playlist I made this year, because um, it's relevant. Just do a voice it's memo. It's really you can't spell really, listen without list. Hey, it's uh, <laughs> it's it's discovery and rediscovery, but uh, like, <laughs> is it? I always put things into the rediscovery category. <laughs> When it's an artist I know, and I've never done the deep dive, I know a handful of songs. <laughs> I think that's like, yeah. I think that, that's fair. I put that into the rediscovery category, even though it is a discovery of songs. Still, like for example, beginning of the year, I did that with Bobby Caldwell mm. after he died. I did that, and I listened to those two albums: uh, you "What You s- Won't Do for Love" and, and "Cat in the Hat." Yeah, I think that's. Um, I think that's fair. That's not what I'm picking. I'm just kind of trying to you know give examples, give examples. of what's in this playlist. Um. Gino's in here. I went back and listened to some Gino albums that I never listened to. It was awesome. Um, oh, and then um, also within this sort of category of rediscovery for me was um, those two 2000s Madonna albums that I said were really good. I listened to both of those. Those were great. Um, but the best and the most fun I had in terms of rediscovery this year was actually New Jack Swing. I got back in a New Jack Swing this year. Oh, it was New a blast. Jack Swing. Mm. New Jack Danny, really fun. I found New Jack. I think it was New Jack. New Jack. I think it was. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, Albumism is a website mm-hmm. that like uh, ranks albums, and it's a publication I follow. Twitter usually, usually from from Twitter, and they made a list of like must listen to like New Jack swing albums, but like all of them were kind of not. The primary ones, like not the main ones that you would listen to, um, like it was kind of off the beaten path. New Jack Swing albums. Dave, I need you. Sorry, here. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> the song I'm gonna play. I, I mentioned the song actually. I think in a recent text or something or a conversation with you guys. Yeah, I I remember listening to this artist a few New Jack songs by him in college, and really liking it. But this song is more of his like big hit kind of slower jam song, and it's I just listened to this over and over again. This is going to be my re my true rediscovery pick. 
Um, this is Albie Shore. Right. That's the one I was yeah. thinking of. That's the one I was thinking Dude. of. I'm obsessed with this song. I gotta play this song. Oh yeah. Yeah, Night and Day by Albie Shore. Dude. I listen to I listen to this song all the time. It's so has your chord progression. Yes. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Excuse <laughs> me. Like I I love everything about it. Danny yeah, yeah. <laughs> Any song with that, I, I'm all the way in. <laughs> also, what a great name, Al Be Sure. <laughs> yeah, that's an amazing. Awesome. This whole album is good. It's a, it's a high quality New Jack album. It's one of the best I listen to. Really good. Uh, very color me bad. Yeah. That's another reason why I like it. Very, very color me bad. You go on Spotify. They show this album. They also show a picture of him like more recently. It's really funny. Very pure voice. Very innocent. Yeah. Totally. All right. Yeah. So I mean, that's that's probably my true rediscovery pick. I'm doing a bonus song because Dave did yeah. it. Um. But Dave, I think you're gonna like it. It's uh, it's not New Jack, but I guess I would call this rediscovery because we know the artist so well from the tournaments. I discovered this El DeBarge song I'd never heard oh, before. Yeah, and it's am- amazing, dude. Do you know this song? Someone, yeah, I do. It's so good. From the same album as Here's Johnny. Yeah. Yes. He sounds incredible. <laughs> His voice sounds like it's so. almost already pitched up. Like it's like it's like I naturally know. pitched up. I just want to get to another chorus so we get it. But uh, I love this is. Excellent. Still can't believe it. What were the Someone just like me. Running in the someone just like you. And next up in the touch. Turn into a gentle kiss or two. Love is finally gone. God. Incredible, man. Really good. Yeah. Beautiful. Wasn't didn't plan on playing that. I just thought of it. Um, like you guys were. We put you like in a position to like defend yourself and like. Yeah. Yeah. When you guys were you know taking your dicks out about uh. Bonny fair. Bonny fair. Um. I was like, all right, what can I do to really? <laughs> no. Um. Yeah, amazing, right? Yeah, this, yeah. So those are my my rediscovery. Primarily the LB Sure song. I was listening to that a amazing lot this song. year. I, just, I love it. It was an easy pick for me, but it's in a category. It's usually a hard pick. Easy, easy for me this year. 
because I made this playlist and it was very helpful. And I'll continue to do that. The tournaments of the Bordermans, I miss Elda Barge the most. Like I miss like the, the Barge family. Like they always kind of delivered in different ways. They popped but, up like, a lot. I feel like yeah. he's like secretly one of the most talented um, of his era and yeah. definitely very forgotten uh, about. Under- yeah. Underrated. Yeah. Underrated. To- totally. Like they had so many hits and that was never a family or artist that was talked about with us when we were like even first no. getting into 80s yeah, music. Right. No. I mean, I don't I didn't even know how big they were and all those songs were pretty good. Yeah. And the Eldebard songs even better. Even better. Who's <laughs> <It was> Johnny <laughs> and this one someone. Oh man. I think I did listen to this whole album too and it was really good. Yeah, he's amazing. Uh I would recommend going through some of those New Jack albums. I they're all good. I mean, it's it's all fun. I, there's, there's another artist I didn't mention, just in case Dave picks this, but I'll mention it after we're we're done with this. Should I this shout portion. it out now? Is it, is it Wham? Yeah, Wham. I was. That's that was gonna be my is runner it, up. Is that your pick, Dave? No, it's my runner up oh, because okay. like I had like a, you know after the documentary came out because of the docs. Yeah, we both we, we did that. Yeah, did a Wham exactly. deep dive, ran to all, all three Wham yep. albums. And I don't think I listened to the last album ever. And it was really good and kind of same. Kind of yeah. showed off that like George Michael had it in Wham too. Like he was just he was honing it, like, you know, his his talents, but like a lot of those songs are kind of are just are just really really good George Michael solo songs and under totally. the Wham yeah. name. But um yeah, but uh, what I decided to do, um, man, so did we just talk about someone who died this year? That Dan, did you say that someone died um, this year and you got it? Call call Bobby Caldwell. Bobby Caldwell. Bobby Caldwell. So my my pick is like, yeah, I was getting back into this artist, like kind of organically, and then he passed away early in the year, um. And that kind of like made me go even deeper in. Didn't do a. F- oh, Aaron Carter. Aaron Carter. <laughs> <laughs> was that this year? I don't, I don't it might know have been last year. year. Who knows? But um, uh, sorry. Okay, when people th- kind of get this artist confused with our uh, Aaron Carter, uh, Ryuichi Sakamoto. <laughs> oh, right. So right. he yeah. he was a big one. He actually his band member. Uh, I'm forgetting his name, but the drummer of Yellow Magic Orchestra also died this year. Like they both died like really early on in the oh, year. Oh shit! Um, I did kind of a blend of a deep dive into the you know a lot of Yellow Magic Orchestra albums, their live album. They had like a really weird like album with s- sketches on it, o- almost like predated like the the rap album thing where they they would have sketches in between songs. It's very strange. Um, but that's a really cool band. Um, he, yeah, he put out like a solo album of like piano pieces called 12. So that was like part of my listening to yep. him this year. Um, and I watched Merry Christmas, Mr. Lawrence for the first time after listening to the, uh, soundtrack for years. And like, that was one of my favorite songs, you know, the title track. Um, I think you played it on this yeah, show. Yeah, exactly. Like years ago. 
Um, yep. I finally watched the movie. I had no idea that he was like the second lead in it. I knew he was in the movie, but I didn't realize he was like, it was like him and Bowie and the guy who plays Einstein and Oppenheimer. They're like the, it's like a kind of a triple lead. Thing. Oh. But, um, right. Wait, is that song? Is that? Da, da, yeah. Da, 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 Look at that, oh, Danny. Pure, Look pure, at that, Danny. Pure moods. Pure, pure moods. moods. It made it in our appearance in Pure Moods. So, um, yeah, it was great. Yeah. I'll just play a few selections like of stuff I was into by him. I feel like I, I kind of like, I wish I, I kept diving deeper. I like dived maybe like only like a, f like, I don't know, one tenth of the way in to his discography because he does so much stuff. But, um, this is a, this is a good one. And it also, yeah, yeah to like, to appreciate him after he was gone. It was sad, but it was my way of like think you know reappreciating him for sure. So this is um right. a track from "Merry Christmas, Mr. Lawrence" soundtrack. It's called "Germination," and he uh, he agreed to act in the film if he could do the whole score. It was his first musical score for a film, and he's he obviously did way a lot more in his lifetime little selection but this is a song from one of his solo albums b2 unit called thatness and thereness that i really liked <laughs> has this famous lisp <laughs> wow That's a you know a pretty cool song, and then I'll play a little bit of yeah. from his first album. Um, motion, this is, I can't even say this name because it's like it's Das. It's like a German title, Das New Japanese Japanese Electronic Ish Vosk. Not what the hell it means, but um, cool stuff. Which one is this from? Um, Thousand Knives. Yeah, it's a, I think it's a first solo. It was an EP that he put out in the 70s. Um, so I kind of only like stayed in the, like, the 70s and 80s, and I listened to his, his new album a lot, too. It's very, right. like, contemplative piano, like, solo piano pieces, mainly. Some synth in there, too, but... Um, yeah. He was a legend. I can't wait to listen to more by him, but... Uh, Yeah, I remember I sent you guys um, Yeah David Morrison and then, uh, 
R&B guy, like he he did like a tribute to Ryuichi Sagamoto, uh, and one of the things none of us knew is he did the right. Dreamcast. That was awesome. Theme, like, yeah, for like that commercial. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, that was really cool. I'm happy I stumbled across that. Um, you know, was in the classical world, kind of in the jazz I mean, fusion world at points, electronic pop. You know, just did a lot of different things. Um, had a lot of, he was really talented, like technically, but also had a lot of great taste. Kind of like a, maybe a Herbie Hancock kind of, kind of personally in that, in that sense, but really amazing artist. And, uh, mm-hmm. <sighs> what else can be said, right? Dan? Yeah, I love the, I love, uh, Sakamoto being a recurring, uh, legend on yeah. DBP kind of like third, uh, time, third really. time. Death's coming. Death's coming three. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm looking at this uh, our shared playlist, strictly colleagues, and like, there's so many things that could have easily, easily. Put in either one of these categories that I listen to. Like, it's, there's one in particular that I'm like a little upset that I forgot. It was uh, a combination of Dave and then a uh, friend of mine, friend of the show, Dylan. Uh, my Sarah, oh, the yeah. Lizzie song, that was that was big for me this year uh, for Sarah, and we played it a lot when she turned one years old this year. I heard that song in I Spain on the, so on the good. radio so when good. we were on the bus. I was like, "What is this song?" Yeah, cool. It's great. It's really good. That is good. Yes. Please put those picks on a on a playlist, Dave, and uh, or put them in the playlist so we can sure. have them. You know. Um, as well. Oh yeah, I'll dump dump them, <laughs> dump them in there. Okay, so I'm gonna play. Uh, I, I, I an artist for my discovery that I I'm pretty confident is not gonna make my album list. So this person's name is Nabiha Iqbal. She is a British DJ, but did an album of like a band did vocals on Sophie's uh, albums. Um, and I think like also was a producer and stuff. And you know, the, the hot trend these days is, uh, you know, shoegaze, you know, kind of being the, the genre of the youth um, and that type of vibe. Uh, and this is kind of along those lines, but I think you guys are going to be into this. Uh, vibe. This is called This World Couldn't See Us by Nabiha Iqbal. Iqbal. Oh, yeah, right away. Yep.
um, I kind of like that it never changed. Like, it doesn't, like, you expect, like, a soaring chorus or something mm. of vocals, and I like that it kind of just stays there. Yeah. Um, this is sick. Oh, I said, yeah. I mean, I, you gave me another album to listen to. I hate you for it, but thank you for giving me more homework. <laughs> thank you so much. Excellent. One of the things I, I said I was going to do last year that I didn't do last year, and so I tried to do this year, and again, I didn't do it as consistently as I wanted, was I've always talked about that, uh, the, the quietest, which is that, you know, year endless where you never know anything mm. that's on it. <laughs> it's all like, you know, ab- and so instead of waiting until the end of the year, I was like, I'm going to like follow their reviews as like kind of stuff comes out. Um, and so again, like I, I wasn't doing it as consistently as I wanted, but every once in a while I would like see a review, listen to what they did. And, and this was like a real standout of like, oh yeah, this is really, really cool. I realized like, when you started playing the song, I knew this, I knew the, f- the song you played, but I have not listened to the album. So like, it, it's okay, a good cool, reminder. Cool. Like, yeah, I did like this. Yeah. Um, yeah. The world couldn't see us. That's right. Um, yeah, but I, I will definitely listen to the album now because I was grooving to that. Yeah. Yeah. I will too. Good vibe. Add it to the list. Add it, Add to, it the to the list, list. right? Such a goddamn chore. Add it to the list. No, but it already, it already sounded it's better than right so many things I'm going to listen to in the next like, week <laughs> or two. It's going to be your number three. <laughs> um, Don, thank you. That was good. Um, all right, this next pick, this is as Danny as it gets, I would say. It's one of those names of an artist that Brandon makes fun of me for liking. Two two first names, as he likes to call it. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> um, But not white. So we have that. It's not a white guy, okay? I don't so think that not... that's inherent to the issue. <laughs> issue. It, it depends on the name situation. It is an issue. Well... <laughs> That's also an that's also an area that I'm borderline ashamed of liking. It's still, you know, these white guys, but still like it. Um <laughs> the issue. This I'm gonna defend it though. This this is really good. It was a good album. Couldn't tell you I don't I don't remember how I came across this. I think he was maybe featured on a different song and I was like, Oh, who's this guy? He's cool. He sounds cool. Um this is Leon Thomas. I don't think so. Have you ever heard of Leon Thomas? No, but I think the name, it's okay. If it was like Lincoln Thomas, then we'd be... Okay. <laughs> okay, thank you so much. Uh, so he actually, I didn't. I was reading about him today. Um, this is his first studio album. He's had some things he's released in, in the past, but uh, this is his first studio album. It's uh, It's called Electric Dusk, and it is not going to crack the top five of my albums. Maybe top ten? Undecided still in the same episode. Um, but not going to crack my top five. But it's, it's a good album. But I love this song. Um, it is just like a just straight up pretty traditional R&B album. But it's it's higher quality, I think, than a lot of what else is out there currently. I think a lot of R&B and even hip hop right now is really dominated by the ladies right now. Um, and it was nice to hear this album that was just, and this song, it was like high quality by, 
a man for once. It's refreshing. It's refreshing, right, Dan? Um, no, I mean, seriously, I mean, so much... Ar- it's not the right word, but so much R&B and hip-hop that I'm listening to is female-driven right now, and this is not, yeah. and this was good. So, um, so Leon Thomas, I was reading about him. He was on the Nickelodeon show Victorious wow. with Ariana Grande. Okay. And I think that's where he met her and he ended up producing a few of her songs mm. on one of her albums. Oh, okay. He co-wrote the song Gold Roses by Rick Ross and Drake, which got him a Grammy nomination for Best Rap Song like. of the 2019 okay. Grammys. So he's been around. He's been he's been working. He's been doing he's from Brooklyn. Uh, he was on Broadway at the age of ten. He played Young Simba, okay. in Lion King. Oh, really? Like original yeah. cast? Maybe. Um, he was ten. It was two thousand three. Maybe not original cast. Not original. Yeah. Original. Um. Oh, he was in. A, he was in a production of The Color Purple. So talented guy. Cool. Okay. That's yeah. Um. So his debut studio album. He's had like an EP before this. It's called Electric Dusk. Is the name of the album. The song. It's called Breaking Point. I just think it's high quality R&B. So here we go. Hmm. Uh, D'Angelo? You could hear, I could hear a lot of D'Angelo. I was just going to say that. You could hear a lot of D'Angelo influence. I think that's why I like it so much. Yeah. How's it feel? No, uh, uh. dancing in this burning house. I don't want to go. Damn, yeah, it's hard for me to listen. Oh, it's a reference. officially a, a reference yeah it's like doo, doo, doo. to D'Angelo yeah yeah, yeah. Little Frank, little Frank influence too. Yes. Yep. Absolutely. All right. Nice. It's pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. Fuck. Pretty good, right? Yeah. I'm I, fucked. Um, <laughs> that should have been the closer. 
<laughs> I was I was just I was so impressed by I I don't know I feel like I haven't heard an R and B album with like this kind of a sound like in a long time like this is like very good yeah um, no that's that's yeah it's funny because like we've talked a lot of the like American Idol people who try to make a career and obviously there's a lot of it's really interesting that he's a Nickelodeon actor. He was in uh, Detroit, the Catherine Bigelow movie too, and Broadway career. And that, yeah, usually you don't expect. Well, you nowadays. Know. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's you know, I mean like it's true. More now than before. Talented. Austin yeah. Butler. Does that ring a no, bell? That, that, that was great. That name. <laughs> he was Nickelodeon. Was he a Disney guy? I think I think oh. he was Nickelodeon. He might have been on I Victorious. Know. I don't know. Definitely Drake and Josh. Drake and Josh. <laughs> oh, I by the way, I bet I was <laughs> after we Bravo recorded whatever. What was oh, that? Six. Uh, Bravo. And I did that segment. I was informed that <laughs> Josh Peck. Yeah. Who, oh, who's who's in Oppenheimer? Josh Peck, right? Yeah. Okay. That Drake Bell very canceled. I didn't know about this. You guys I think know? I vaguely oh, remember no, that. that. Yeah. Like, be, re, yeah. Like, oh. read about. Is he in jail? Go to his or Wikipedia. Or? Read about. He's very canceled. Wow. I don't remember now, but I just damn. Okay. <laughs> we're talking about Disney stars, and like, I didn't, it didn't come up once because I didn't know that. Yeah. But yeah, he's. He's not great. Damn, did not know that. <laughs> uh, super fan of the show. James brought it to my attention. Gotcha. He's like, I think you should know. Very canceled. So. Didn't know. Yeah, I did, had no idea. None of us did, apparently. So. Did not know. <laughs> um, so I wanted to continue Brandon's education. Who? <laughs> Thank you. Drake and Josh are, yeah. I have my new, what's it called? Latest and newest uh, discovery? Latest and newest, yep. Now... It's funny you brought up canceled. I'm like kind of conflicted if should I play something because of there's some controversy around the artist. That, Diddy? No, it's not Diddy. <laughs> okay. Um, You're just discovering Diddy. <laughs> I could go could I go I can go lightly canceled instead. Or also definitely canceled, <laughs> but it'd be funny to listen to it. I'll I'll play this instead. Because it features like a person who's like who we've who we've played on the show before, who definitely is, or should be canceled, or definitely a a villain of the show. I mean, I, I played R. Kelly in the Power Hour, so <laughs> I mean, it's it's anything goes. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I, yeah. I mean, anyway, I'll play this instead. It's, it's by a guy named Pedro Martins, but his features Eric Clapton. Uh, <laughs> did you listen? Okay. This was in the playlist, but it's like it. It's funny. It features Eric Clapton. It doesn't sound like anything Eric Clapton would have made. I'll play it. And then maybe I'll play the other canceled artist. We'll see. I listened to it depending on when it was added. If it was in the last month, then no. It's from a while ago. It's from an album called Radio Mysterio. I guess it's Eric Clapton. This came out this year. Yeah. 
Just there's some some cool canceled music. That's cool. America that is cool. No, it's good. No, it's good. It's it's like it's like pretty vibey. It's it, it it does make good use of Eric Clapton, I guess. Like maybe it was like since it's not. But it, actually, I will say, it doesn't really sound like his style, even of guitar playing. Yeah. So I don't know what happened. Where it it, it just it, I don't know how this guy knows Eric Clapton and how this happened. But it, it's very interesting that that's the end product because you would think it'd just be like blues masters. Yeah. Like, I want to play a, a Robert Johnson song, and it sounds like the lamest shit you've ever heard. But it's very <laughs> contemporary, very interesting, and uh, kind of a downer ending, but there you go. Yeah, good, good idea. <laughs> All right, well, whether or not this is queuing up the next episode or this same episode, uh, that was our discovery of old discovery rediscovery and uh discovery of new tracks on tracks on tracks segment for 2023 um great stuff from all of us i think really enjoyed it really sincere very sincere. really sincere so we'll either see you in a little bit or we'll see you next time thanks don i'm presenter number two presenter danny in case we're ending the show now <laughs> bye and this is just in case we're ending the show now if not you don't have to use it but here's my take of saying goodbye presenter number three dave cologne great listening bye